Welcome to the Random Tea MCU Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we're talking about the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, because we have yeah. to. Because we because ha- it's in the MCU, technically. It's It would be the second movie yes. of the MCU in 2008. Yeah. And it was probably my least favorite. It's I, I'm pretty sure it's at the bottom of like everybody's lists. Yeah. And I love Bruce Banner in the I Avengers. Like Bruce I... Okay, I think the biggest problem with it is that this movie doesn't feel like it's a part of the MCU. It doesn't at all. Now, it's not It sticks out like a green thumb. It does. (laughs) Ah, ah. I see what you're doing there. But yeah, you're right. Like, it doesn't... I don't know. (sighs) It doesn't... the, The... It's not a bad movie. It just doesn't feel like a part of the MCU. Yeah. It doesn't feel the same. Yeah. Um, the story it tells doesn't seem to fit in with everything else. Everything all, it's its all connected. This doesn't feel connected. Even even the stuff, like, there was a S.H.I.E.L.D. presence in this movie with Ish. the emails were getting traced through yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. And that we saw the S.H.I.E.L.D. logo. But um, this is, like, I think the only Phase 1 movie that Nick Fury does not appear in. Right. Well, and we uh, we never see this Bruce Banner again. We never see Betty Ross again. We never see Blonsky again. And uh, Ross doesn't even come back until Civil War. Yeah, I was even surprised that he was popping back up for Civil War. I was like, wow, that's a blast from the past. I have some theories with that. So we can... We'll have rampant MCU speculation at the end, I think. Yeah, um... And and we're we are recording this in December of two thousand fifteen. Yep. Just ahead of the Civil War release, so that And the the trailer just came out. Finally. Fucking finally. Yes. Yeah. So And it's yeah, it's Captain America. Everybody wants to call it the next Avengers movie, but it's actually the third Captain America movie. But it's basically the Avengers movie we deserved. It is, because Age of Ultron was yeah. so bad. So Although it was better than this. You know, that's really saying something, because it is. It is. It this, is. Re- this literally, because I'm looking at the, I'm looking at the phase one, phase two uh, listing right now, uh-huh. and it is literally the bottom of my list. Yeah. I mean, like, what's Ant-Man was, and, and I didn't dislike Ant-Man, but. Ant-Man was just too cute. Yes. It was cute. The MCU, I think, has gotten darker than that now. This, the, the Hulk was just. I thought it was boring. And yet, still manages to be better than the horrible Ang Lee Hulk movie that well, dares not speak its name. That one was so bad that Marvel bought Hulk back. They did not. That's I thought why, they did. That's why this is, distrib- this is distributed by Paramount. I think oh. it was Paramount. Um, Paramount U- Universal. Said, um, what did I read then? At, at least at the time of this movie. At, at least in 2008, they might have since bought him back because he's he's been in the um, the Avengers and all this other stuff. So I don't know, but at the time mm, I, produced, I read on produced by Marvel Studios and distributed by Universal Pictures. Universal, not Paramount. Yeah. Okay, I was confused. But yeah, it was, Marvel, pro- but it it was, was produced by Marvel. It was Studios. still Marvel Studios, but it but uh, from what I read on IMDb, they still Paramount or not God, Universal. It, Universal still okay. had rights. To Hulk. Okay. And from what I understand, that's why we still haven't gotten another Hulk movie. I think apparently maybe maybe there was headbutting between Marvel and Universal. No, no, no. I don't know. Well, okay, I'm reading on Wikipedia. Okay. 
After their mixed reception to the 2003 film Hulk, Marvel Studios reacquired the rights to the character. Oh, okay. So they do have it. Then so why haven't we got a fucking Hulk movie with, uh, I, with Mark Ruffalo? I don't know. But we need one. Because I feel like that needs to s- reset the tone with Hulk as a solo. But I think they really do. Especially we need to we need to undo that garbage in uh, Ultron. Oh, I know, right? Mm. So I think we I think we'll talk about that because I think there are things to be said about um, about what this does to set up the whole romance in Ultron. Well, see, there that's that's I have a big problem with that too because too. they never resolve Betty Ross. Well, it's not just that, but it's the whole. Um, he can't be intimate because of Okay, the but that's because they changed the Hulk mythology. Yeah. Because of the uh, mythology they established with uh, the 2008 Hulk mm-hmm. um, was... There's, there's that whole first short... Se- the, cre- the title credit scene. Yes. That's supposed to establish the origin in like two yeah. seconds. And I'm like, no way. And they explain nothing. Yeah, you, it's just images. You're it's just, just images. you're just supposed to infer because that was the one thing that really pissed me off about this movie because the whole thing about the MCU is you can walk into it with no comic knowledge and you should be able to yes. get it because we see Iron Man's origin, we see Captain America's or- origin, we see the way Thor becomes the Thor we know now, yes. all that like Guardians of the Galaxy origin story. Um, and mm, yeah, they touch on his origin story. It's kind of a mystery, but you yeah, know but it's coming. Yeah, group and, and... Well, yeah, that's true. Yeah. And okay. so for Hulk, it, we didn't get that. And I We kn- got a montage. And I know... And and from what I read on IMDb, they... Edward Norton is the one that wanted to shy away from a origin story because he was like, people already know it, and they had just done it in the Ang Lee version. Yeah. And, and even though it's not the before. same... So, I mean, part of me gets that, but then part of me is like, no, but you do it fucking right. Do a really badass Hulk origin story. Right, because if you if you were to walk into this film and you had not seen the 2003, which I if I have, I forgot watching it because I don't really remember Your it. Your brain blocked it out because it, it was totally, bad. I think, well, it blocked this one out too. Yeah. Uh, if you had not watched it and you walked into this, this movie with no prior knowledge of the Hulk, you're not going to understand a damn thing that's going on. Yeah. You're not going to understand why he... Because they don't explain the heart rate at 200. All you know is he's going around with this heart monitor. Yeah. Why does he have a heart monitor? What does that have to do with it? And, okay, you you are... You know more about the canon than I do. Um, I'm not a comic reader, so... This whole I have thing, my notes. It's this okay. This whole thing felt weird to me because I was like, I thought it was a, I, I thought it was emotional. And this made it sound like it was very physical. Like, because like, to me... Bruce Banner should be able to have sex because he's not angry. He's enjoying himself. Well, see, that's one of my problems with the Hulk mythology that they keep changing in the current Mark Ru- Muff, Ru- bleh, Mark Ruffalo Mark Ruffalo version mm-hmm. of the Hulk. It's always about anger, anger, anger. Right. Whereas with the Edward Norton, it's just his heart rate has to it's be the above physiology. 200. It's the pure right. physiology. It's not that he's upset. It's not that he's... Um, and and if they wouldn't have put the sex bit in, I would have seen like the beginning where he's training and the guy's hitting him and his heart rate spikes because I could see that tied that's a, to emotion. That's a physical reaction to but an emotional. It's a re- emotional response to a physical stimulant. threat. Yeah, stimulant. and yes. so but the, the but the whole sexy time thing completely 
threw me for a loop because I was like, yeah. wait a minute. He sh- yes, his heart rate has increased, but he's in a good, happy, emotional state. But that's what we've always been led to believe with the Mark Ruffalo Hulk, that it's always when he got angry or when he got upset, you don't want to see me when I'm angry. Right, right. Uh, and he doesn't walk around with a heart rate monitor on no, him anymore. No. Which you would assume after many, many years of living as the Hulk, well, you I would think, know when I your heart rate gets high. And was supposed to set up the whole, I can turn it off and on, I'm always angry business. Yeah. But I only got But it that. always goes with the angry thing. Yeah. The emotion of it. But I only got that later because I remember, because I'm with you, I've seen this several times. It's one of those things that it's on FX and you're just like, well, there's literally nothing else on, so <laughs> let me like knit or some shit while it's on yeah and plus i'm always grudgingly like it's a part of the mcu it's like that weird uncle you don't like it really is and so i you know watching it like sitting down and actually paying attention to watch it for the cast and i'm sitting here going that doesn't it took me two days to get through it to watch it for the cast i was like it doesn't make a whole lot of sense with the whole the big reveal in the avengers is he can turn it on and off at will Mm-hmm, because I'm always angry. angry. Yeah, that has nothing to do with his heart rate. Yeah, and so I... F- that was pre-established in a prior actual whole... I just... And I could be reaching. I could be very much reaching, but the scene at the very end in Canada when he's in the cabin and he's meditating or whatever the shit he's doing, mm-hmm. and he almost brings it on himself and his eyes turn green and he smiles. Mm-hmm. I almost think that might've been setting that up, but it was so Possibly. clumsy and ham fisted. And we spent so much time on this fucking heart rate monitor. Yep. Cause we even see her replace it. Yeah, exactly. So there's a lot of attention brought to it. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's, that's a huge issue with it. Uh, another issue with it is they never really akin it back to the super soldier program very to the super soldier program yeah the the because as we know they were trying to recreate steve serum steve, the steve serum and and the thing that really pissed me off is i've read that um when ross goes into the the cryo area and he it's it's all like covered up and they go he goes to get the serum that they're going to give blonsky and the they're very prominently shown the label on the um on the tank, and it's a Stark label, which I think is a nice touch, but it mm-hmm. says Dr. Ramstein. Right. And I'm like, you can't even get his name right. Yeah. It's Erskine, or Erskine, or whatever. I don't know how you pronounce it, but still. And I'm like, so you can't even, which I know but he the wasn't thing alive. Is, the thing is, though, in canon, yeah, it had nothing to do with the super soldier thing. Yeah. In the comic books, he was building a bomb for the U.S. De- uh, Defense Department. Okay. The gamma bomb. Okay. That's what he was doing. It was a gamma bomb. So it was and weapons research. And in it this, was they made it research. sound like it was back. They were trying it to. It was backdoor weapon, but Banner didn't even know what he was researching. No. But and I'm guessing was, Betty didn't either. And what it was, is it was a bomb. And how in the actual, the true origin story is totally different. Yeah. The true, it, the true uh, origin story is he was about, they were about to test this bomb. The stupid kid was out into the range. Bruce Banner runs out there to rescue the kid, and then he gets hit with a blast from the bomb. Uh-huh. Had nothing to, they were not directly experimenting on him. It was not a part of any super soldier nonsense. It was completely different. They, in the MCU, they made it fit. Yeah. And I'm fine with them tying it back to the super it soldier. It, they I just, just wish they could have done enough. it better. They wish yeah. they could have done it better. Yeah. They, they didn't, you know, because, and especially having, you know, what we learn in Agent Carter later on is that um, we're very explicitly told the U.S. government is still, is still experimenting on Steve's blood. 
trying to recreate yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, we know that went on, and, but I'm still kind of surprised it happened as late as when Banner did this. Yeah. I do have an answer to your why they were experimenting with gamma radiation instead of the Vita rays. Okay. Because they were trying to make humans immune to gamma radiation. Oh. That was a part of creating the super soldier was to make them immune to the gamma radiation that's why they were experimenting with that instead of the vital rays which is what created steve steve rogers so um or created captain america not steve rogers was already born you know i'm trying to say but that's why they were using gamma radiation but the two weren't directly connected yeah canon so they made it work i'm like and that was fine i just wish they would have relayed that information a little better i wish they would have spent more time on that or any time at all yeah on that because they really didn't um so one of the things i was surprised when we started researching this was edward norton wrote large tracks of this he he, re- he rewrote he rewrote penn's original screenplay but he never got credited for it and all i saw was that the writers guild of america would not give him credit but i i couldn't find why yeah i don't i have no reasoning for it either um so they said um him and um and Liv tyler they had many conversations about their characters. I mean, he was rewriting on set, like, every day from what from what I read. And so, I like, I love Edward Norton, and I think it's great. But yeah. it, this just didn't feel like it fit. Because it didn't. Yeah. Because Edward Norton was making it up as he went along and had no concept of where the MCU was going to go with this later on. Whereas now... When they're writing these, they have, okay, you have to fit this in, you have to fit this in, yeah. you have to fit this in, because that's what's going to happen in Civil War. Here's what's going to happen in Doctor Strange. And maybe maybe this this led them to kind of tamp down on that. To tighten the reins Yeah, because quite we did a bit. not... I would think so. We did not see Bruce again until the Avengers, and well, that was like four years later. Yeah, yeah it sounds, it's almost like they stuck, swept him under the rug for a little bit. Because the Iron, the first Iron Man movie... Bless it, was incredible and flowed yeah. through into the MCU. Uh, Iron Man 2, which comes after this, yep. which is really close to have two uh, standalone character movies so close. To, the MCU didn't do that again. No, they didn't. We haven't had two in the same phase. But it was such a, uh, the Iron Man 1 was such a hit, though. And I think that's that's why they did it. So they brought back Iron Man 2. And it's like it pulled us back into the, because but yeah, the Hulk just feels like a standalone movie. Yeah. And I don't like it. Yeah. So, um, so, okay, how did, I, I was kind of really upset that we didn't get an origin. You know me, I, I adore but origin we did. stories. But we did, for like five seconds, and it was a montage. That's all we got. Yeah. It was an origin, just not the origin we deserved. Yeah, because I want, I want to know better how Betty got involved with researching anything that her dad was involved in. They don't seem to have a great relationship. No, but she, uh, she in the movie, she was a doctor. Yeah. In canon, she was just his daughter. Oh, well, kudos to the, kudos to the MCU for they elevating did up, her. They did update her to actually being on the team in yeah. the movies, but in the canon, she's just... Betty Ross. Betty Ross, the, the daughter. That yeah. was it. She's... Ah. And she really, I was, I read, it's um, The Incredible Hulk number one. Or Incredible Hulk number one from 1962. And I, I read that one issue this morning. And she's just pure. <laughs> that's, yeah. I'm like, oh, God, kill me now. Yeah. So they did totally update her character. But yeah. that's where she came in in the canon. So 
to update her as part of the team brought her into a modern world. And I'm glad they did that. Yeah. That was nice. So, um, trust me, it's still better than you. <laughs> I don't feel, I don't feel that we got enough explanation, uh, as far as the whole Mr. Blue business. Oh, yes. You're raising your hand. Go for it. Betty Ross is actually Mr. Blue in canon. Really? So the, the Mr. Blue, Mr. Mm-hmm. Green thing is from canon? It is from canon. Very briefly. Um, it is in, it's a revealed in Incredible Hulk number 66 from 2004. Oh, okay. That she is Mr. Blue. Wow. Now in, in the movie, it turns out to be that. Stearns or whatever. Whoever that guy is. I don't even, couldn't even find him in canon. Um, but yeah, she really was. Because it turns Mr. out Blue. like he was able to synthesize a bunch of Bruce's blood he was doing all these experiments, and, like, I kind of wanted more on that. Yeah, I was much more interested in that storyline. Than spending as much time as we did watching Bruce be in, you know, Brazil and Guatemala and Mexico and just tramping around, and I just, I don't know. Yeah, so, yeah, it, it was actually her. Um, of course, she's she's died a couple of times. Oh, she has yeah she's also uh betty ross also is harpy and red she hulk really i did not know that yeah so uh and you were telling me off offline that uh blonsky is uh was the abomination in uh in canon but it was in a very different situation it was completely different um blonsky which in this movie is played by tim roth and it totally kills me because all i can see is the bellhop from yeah. four rooms yeah and it's just hilarious uh, although he plays a really good blonsky he does uh emil blonsky is his first appearance was in tales to astonish number 90 in uh, 1976 whereas in this movie he is a um member of the royal marines or something he's on loan yeah he's yeah he's on loan from the royal marines but he actually was a kgb agent and spy hence the super russian name that um got into somehow got under ross's command he you know spy spy stuff yeah and he got into bruce banner's uh lab and pushed the button and made himself the abomination okay which they never actually name him in the movie yeah, but that's who he is. That's his uh, his character. He becomes Abomination. And in the movie, he can go back and forth. Mm-hmm. And I think, well, we saw him, he did the, because in the, in the movie, he did, he, he went in stages. Yeah. But uh, the actual Abomination became, uh, he and he was, it was a greater quantity yeah. of the gamma radiation. And he became the Abomination and stayed the Abomination. He did not go back and forth. Well, and in the movie, it was, uh, unless... Uh, and I, again, science is not my forte, um, as I'm sure the science listeners. Yeah, this are is going, science fiction science, yeah. so the rules change. But he was just given serum, unless it was packed full of gamma rays. Yeah, I don't know what the hell that was about. I, was it a mix of the 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 Vita ray stuff, and like, then he did the gamma stuff? And I don't know. They didn't really explain because it very well. The first the first round of injections, which which by the way, why did he have to be awake for that? He didn't have to be awake for that. They were like, this is going to be really painful. We're not going to sedate you at all. It was dramatic. Um, Maybe sedation would have mixed with it poorly. I don't know. I'm going to science it for you. them to said that. But um, the first round, you know, he they said his bones were like gravel, and he healed. So I was like, 
that first little bit, maybe don't give it to a crazy guy, but you did pretty good. <laughs> a plus. Yeah. yeah, it was fine. But Blonsky wanted more. It was it got he was addicted to it. He wanted yeah. more. Yeah, he wanted more but power. But that's and- not how the abomination happened. He was in there to get the stuff to take it back. Yeah. And he happened to step on the little thing. It was like this button in the floor that yeah. he stepped on. Oh, oh okay. this must be the button. Click. <laughs> and that's exactly how it happened in the comics. And he becomes this thing and <sighs> So yeah. Although the the it looked kinda like that though, so he looks actually in the in the comics he looks a lot more like um the monster from the Blue Lagoon. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty weird. I don't like okay. it. Okay. Um, so uh, let's talk about Betty. Do we have to? I she just felt kind of wishy-washy to me. Um, I do like that she stuck by Banner in the fact that like he was the one that left and ke- and, and shut her out. She wasn't she didn't abandon him. So I I did like no. that. But I just I didn't. didn't get a whole lot from her. She was still kind of more. She was still very much a damsel in distress. Yeah. She they made her career and who she was a little more updated, but she was she still ended up being the damsel. And what happened to her? Yeah. Because come Avengers, when they bring the Hulk back, she's gone. There's and and that's the thing. Like, okay, in reality, every single Marvel Avengers movie when they're all supposed to come together can't have. Everybody's girl, everybody's sidekick. Why not? Well, they should. But you can't have, number one, you can't Game have Game of Thrones many, does. That's true. But you can't have that many characters. Number one, I'm, I think most of it is salary. There's that. So it's like And they when, didn't get her under contract when they had the chance. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, it's but even, even when you can't have them all in there, they made a reference to Jane Foster. Exactly. Pepper might have been in it, but only for a hot minute. Um, they but make, she, there was still a reference to her. Right. They make references. Like in Ultron, Rhodey was in it. Sam was in it. Not for very long, but they were in it. Um, and I just feel like they just completely ignored the whole Betty thing. Yeah. She just, just, it's like she didn't exist anymore. And then as of Ultron, Bruce is romancing up Natasha. Although, I know, right? So, but what happened to Betty? Yeah. Like, you know, a thousand years ago. So. Because uh, she's supposed to be his like great love. I know. Uh, yeah, it it makes no sense. And it's not a secrecy thing anymore. Like, people know the Hulk exists because the Hulk helped save Manhattan. So, like... But they don't even say she's... Um, because she does marry somebody else. Oh, she does? They... Um, in before, canon? before Yeah, in canon, before she marries Bruce, because he leaves... He run, You know, he goes off to be the Hulk and leaves her behind, and she moves on and marries um, Talbot. Really? Yes. Really? Yes, that Talbot from Shield. She married him. Alrighty. Cannon's weird. That's and the fact that we actually have that character yeah. in Agents Agents of Shield, yeah. the Agents of Shield series, and they still never mention Nothing. Or do they? I don't think so. I thought they talked about his family. They did talk about his family in that show. Did they? I'll I'll look into that in a, just here in just a second, but um, but yeah, she wow. demarried him first, but then later she realized she re- still was in love with yeah. Bruce, and they got divorced. Okay, so that's kind of a the connection there. Uh, I'd think maybe they just pulled him in to the Agents of Shield to have somebody from a canon character. Yeah, pulled in for that. So, but. 
yeah, she just fell off the face of the earth. They just it, totally ignore her existence, and I don't like that. Yeah. No, we see his wife. We do see his wife. I thought we did. We actually we actually meet her because Phil was pulling some shenanigans, um, and it it was it was it at wasn't the Betty. Um, it wasn't Betty that I remember. Well, it could be. Well, you know, Betty divorced him, so that's true. Um. Adrian Pazdar is the one that plays him. I had to look it up because I couldn't think of his name. But you know who I'm talking about. Oh, exactly. Yeah. So, um, I'm trying to get to Talbot. My Talbot page. Because I didn't print his character page. You might have to vamp vamp for me for a second. So, let me let me just bitch about some other stuff. Um, Feel free. I, like, I, I don't know. I hate to use the word arty. When it comes to a Hulk movie, because nothing could be artier than classical music playing and the Hulk dancing around like a ballerina in slow mo, like in the Ang Lee version. Um, so, I mean, that's like high art compared to this. But I don't know. Like, this just—it doesn't feel like it's got a good balance because I look at—I look at what the Russo brothers can do. When they when they direct something, yes, and Winter Soldier managed. To, it was it was so action packed, and it had explosions and car chases, and you name it. It had all that, but it also had this underlying current of who polices the police. You know, Steve's still trying to fit in. Natasha's trying to really figure out what kind of person she wants to be because she's been this everything to everyone kind of secret agent, yada, da, da, da. So you get a lot of cerebral stuff in Winter Soldier, but it didn't feel like it was trying to be preachy. And maybe that's maybe that's my problem with this. It felt like it was trying to be a little pre- preachy. I don't know. It just, I just, my gut instinct to this is I don't, it doesn't fit. I don't like it. Yeah, I, it really doesn't fit. Uh, and I think that's what my main problem is. Just strip everything else away. It didn't fit. In Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., he's married to Carla Talbot. Oh, there we go. Uh, I don't know how canon she is, though. Um, and also, one of the like one of the cool things... Yeah, okay. It does mention here, in the Earth-616 universe, Glenn's ex-wife is Betty Ross, and he didn't have any son. While Betty exists in this universe, it is unknown whether or not the relationship from the Incredible Hulk is canon as Glenn is portrayed as a loving and well-adjusted man in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Not. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. But it's not, it, it doesn't. It's not talked about. No. It's not. Yeah. And I, it bothers me because everything is covered in MCU. Mm-hmm. But that's, but Betty Ross is just like, she just never existed again. He doesn't even talk about her. No. He doesn't even mention to Natasha when he's trying to, like, dissuade her from wanting to be with him. He doesn't even tell her, listen, I can't even be with, I couldn't even be with Betty. How do you think I'm supposed to be with you? Yeah. Or whatever. I, I just, I don't know. Mm. Joss. Yeah. You got some splaining to do. Yeah. Um, And even one of the cool things that they tried to do, which was put in an Easter egg about Captain America, was deleted. It was a deleted scene. And I... St- yeah, you, you were telling me about that when you got yeah. over here. And even when you showed it to me, I still yeah, would I only to... have seen it because you told me it was Cap's shield. Well, and like I was reading I was reading um, about some of the Easter eggs because um, I was like, I need to pause this movie and take a break. 
And um, something's going to make it happy. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, cool. There's there's a cap shield thing and a deleted scene. So I went to YouTube and I pulled up the deleted scene because the version I got from Amazon didn't have it on there. And um, it said, as soon as the ice cracks, you can see Captain America's shield. And I was like, all right. And what and what the deleted scene is, it's Bruce being angsty on a fucking iceberg. He kneels down. He takes a gun out. He's about to shoot himself when the other guy takes over. Hulk takes over. Which now that scene was referenced. Yes. Um, it was a deleted scene, so how would we have known that he was referencing a scene from an earlier movie? He doesn't actually stick the gun in his mouth, and he doesn't actually shoot himself. So I think maybe the reference in Avengers was either Bruce being a drama queen and being like, I spit it, the other guy spit it back out or whatever, or he tried again. I would not put it past Bruce being a drama queen, yeah. but they were still referencing a deleted scene. Right. And so, that we never got to see, so yeah, what was the point? And so he hulks out, and he keeps on the iceberg. Hulk smash? He Hulk smash. Okay. And the ice starts cracking and all this stuff, and you're supposed to be able to see Cap Shield. And so I watched on YouTube, and it was a, it was a cruddy version. It was, it was the, cl- uh, the uh, resolution on it was not great. And so I was like, okay, somebody's going to have to point this out to me. And so I found I found a screen cap of it where somebody's like, here's where the shield is. And I was like, okay, that's if you squint real hard. It's Cap Shield. Yeah. And so now I'm like, okay, did they find Cap because Hulk hulked out on this well, If he had not smashed it, maybe it would not have, maybe it melted a little bit more. See, they don't explain Like, anything. I would like that explained. Well, but nobody would know because, no, because A, Bruce did not know that he, that, that happened. That was there, yeah. And B, nobody would have, no, nobody else would have known that Bruce had done it. Yeah. I don't so know. So, it wouldn't be explained. So, it basically would have to remain an Easter egg. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Good times. Um, so, and then the only, I think really the only redeemable thing, and I actually even had problems with the post credit scene. Um, was uh, Tony coming in? General Ross is at the bar. Tony comes in. Oh yeah, yeah. And see how much of this movie I have blocked out of my brain already. And Ross is drinking some green thing that I'm like, okay, I get why you did a green drink, but honestly, what is Ross drinking? Is it absinthe? Is it Midori? I don't understand. He doesn't seem like an absinthe or Midori kind of guy. Like, what are you doing? Anyway, so could have been a grasshopper. It could be. Those are pretty tasty. And he keeps, t- and he keeps telling the bartender to reload, to f- refill his glass. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. But anyway, so Tony's supposed to talk to him about the team there for me. Okay. I have huge problems with this. Tony was not seen to be fit to be a member of the Avengers Initiative. No. Okay. He's recruiting through Ross. Okay. Not... Probably with the... Probably because of the gamma radiation... He was, Ross was over that whole thing. He was, but, okay, the way to get Banner on a team is to not, not go through, through Ross. No. Well, at the end of the movie, Ross was more on Bruce's side. I think he kind of saw that Bruce was a bit more... Human. Human than... Than he originally than he, thought. Yeah, but... Still. Still. I don't know. Just, like, I would rather have had a scene with Tony and Fury talking about, like, watching a news report... Yeah, but going. I don't think they'd cast Samuel at that point. Yeah, they had. He was in Iron had Man the, 1. He was at the very end. Oh, that's right. So, I, I don't know. Maybe they couldn't get him. I don't know. 
Because, yeah, at the beginning of the MCU, they were not contracting people, other than Robert Downey Jr. For, like, nine jillion movies. They were not contracting people like they do now. They they learned that they needed to get it yeah. up front and right away. Yeah. When they got somebody in. So, yeah, it... And so, like, now, the, like I didn't have a problem with the effects. They were fine. They were okay. I got now. Okay, now there's this one scene that drove me nuts when they first showed up because Bruce is living in Brazil, right? It was Brazil. Was it Brazil? Brazil. Brazil. Yes. And he's in his little hovel that he lives in. And the Blonsky and their group first shows up, and he's got the dummy. And then there's that chase scene through. Yeah. The town. Yeah. It lasted for about a hundred years. It really did. Like, stuff like that. Like, they didn't explain other big things that I'm like, could you not have focused on that? But we get like, yeah, that went on forever. Well, and like, the, uh, the, the thugs that were hitting on the other girl at the bottling plant, and they show up in the middle of that, and he's fighting them, and he's, you know, he's running from them, and he's running from these other guys, and there's all this stuff, and he's trying to control his... His, his heartbeat, which we never come back to ever again. And, you know, that whole thing. And it lasted forever. Yeah. It took up a bit. Like, I was watching it on, I had recorded it off of, uh, like, FX or something. Yeah. Over the summer, like a thousand years ago. The commercials were great. Yeah. Um, and, like, it went to commercial. And it came back. And they're still chasing him through. I'm like, can we just be done with this? And, you know, I think also there was a missed opportunity to do a hulked out Stanley. All we see is him drink that was the soda. His cameo. And, yeah, that was the Stanley cameo. Yeah, I'm like, we could have hulked him out. Yeah, at least for a moment before he died. Yeah, like show the like I don't know something. Um, one of the things I did like about this movie is that we got to see quite a bit of Edward Norton. Yes, very much Edward Norton. Yeah, front and back and side. Very nice. Yeah, he's a very nice looking man. So that was nice. That was good. Um. He's a very healthy looking man. Yeah. He's a, he's a avid runner though. Yeah. That's that's his thing now. Yeah. He's almost borderline kind of woohoo about it. He's precious. He is absolutely precious. But I just I don't know. And originally the director wanted Mark Ruffalo. Did he? He did. Louis Letier uh wanted um wanted Mark Ruffalo. But Edward Norton was well Edward Norton event that's well Edward Norton was friends with Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Because later on, Edward was like, no, I can't do this anymore. Get Mark. Yeah. And he gave his blessing and, and all this. But um, I don't know. I just. Mm. But how would we feel about Mark Ruffalo if, he, had, this if he played this? Well, but see, that's the thing, though. If Mark Ruffalo would have done this instead of Ed Norton. Ed Norton would not have been able to rewrite the whole thing. Exactly. Because at the time this came out, Ed Norton was the end all be all yeah. of actors. Yeah. He was the he was the sought out this was like A plus. This was a very tippy top part of his uh, popularity, which kind of fell shortly thereafter. He's been but very he, choosy about what he's done in the past, well, like I, in the last couple of years. I think he's found other things to do. Yeah, he's he's much more behind the camera now. I think. Yeah, and he well, and he's doing more philanthropist type. Yeah, charity work yeah. and whatnot. So. He's doing well for himself, I think. So, I don't know. I don't know what kind of movie we would have gotten if they would have originally cast Ruffalo and they would have maybe gotten the origin story done. I, I like, don't I don't know. know. I don't know. I just like Ruffalo so much now. Yeah. So, um, but one thing that at least we do, the one thing that is going to come out of The Incredible Hulk now is in Civil War, Ross is coming back. Right. And everybody's assuming, and I, I, I don't 
consider this a spoiler because we don't know for sure. No, we don't know. All we know is that Ross is in it. It is but a rumor. Everybody's saying Red Hulk. He's going to be Red Hulk in the movie. And he, I know you told me he's Red Hulk in canon. He is Red Hulk in canon. I don't know that they're going to throw Red Hulk in. Nobody knows. To this hot mess. They of, haven't like, said. Like, this movie is going to have everybody in it. I don't know that they have the time to devote to be like, oh, by the way, he's Red Hulk now. Like, I, I just don't see that fitting in. I could be wrong. And if anybody can do it properly, it would be the Russo brothers. Because Possibly. I love them. There could be a hint to it. Yeah. Um... But we nobody knows. And I looked around online this morning to try and see if there was anything about it uh, out there yet. But there's not. Um, I tried pulling up Civil War on uh, my Marvel Unlimited and I could not get it to load to double check. But yeah, I'm pretty sure if memory serves that Red Hulk is in Civil War, if only briefly. Yeah. But not as uh, Theodore Ross. Yeah. As Red Hulk. So I don't know how they're going to fit that in. I do, see, you know, we, we've seen from the the trailer that he's he's in, um, oh gosh, he's a Secretary of State or something? Something like that. Um, but I think it's, I, remember. I think it's odd because the more I think about this movie in relation to the MCU, I'm like, why was the army doing research on super soldiers why not shield because shield was the ssr before then and the ssr they were in partnership with the army Mm -hmm. but she this is so shield and not army but we do see shield we do see shield. you know you said we do see shield in and about the movie yeah just not directly they're doing the email filtering and all this other so maybe they're using the army's resources and monitoring yeah what's going on because it seems like they would not be behind this bullshit plan with Blonsky and all this other crap. That Absolutely not. And yeah, it doesn't so make badly. So yeah, badly. Yeah, it, it makes no sense. Yeah. We must have quit. Yeah. <laughs> we must have quit. So, uh, so there's, um, there is the possibilities, though, that with Ross coming back, we might get some reference to Betty. Yeah. Because um, Liv, Liv Tyler hasn't been announced no, but maybe like they that, could at least might, mention yeah, her. We might get verbal something. You know, uh, hey, how's your daughter doing? Just at least acknowledge her existence. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Uh, so, and they're going to have to clear up where Bruce is because that he's, we all know that Bruce is not supposed to be, in, or Mark Ruffalo is not supposed to be in Civil War. Yeah. Supposedly. Well, he wasn't in the comics either, so... But, you know, you know how the MCU is. They're sneaky bastards. I know. I mean, they went to such great lengths to keep Samuel L. Jackson from us before the big reveal. That's true. I mean, he, like, the the way they got him on the Iron Man set was, like, so clandestine. Well, you know, there have been casts and crews and sets and producers and directors who have, like, gone so far as to stuff people in the backseat of SUVs and cover them up with blankets to sneak them on set so nobody would know they were there. Yep, yep, yep. Supernatural. Um, (laughs) So, you know, it happens. Or they film film the scenes, like, in a whole other studio across the country. Yeah. That has nothing to... Because the MCU's... The Marvel's filming in Atlanta now, aren't they? Yeah. That's their and, and they film elsewhere, but that's their primary studio location. The studio in and of itself mm-hmm. is so close. Atlanta. I know it's just a couple hours away. I'm like, would it be weird if I just like wanted to hug the building? Nah, 
Nah. Be like, selfie with the MCU. Everybody's studio. filming in Atlanta. Atlanta's give, uh, Georgia's given some serious tax breaks. They must be. Because they are. Yeah. No, they are. Um, because Marvel Studios is now there. Walking um, Dead, Sleepy Hollow. Walking Dead. Well, Walking Dead's always filmed there. Yeah. Uh, but Sleepy Hollow is filming there. Because Walking Dead's been filming there since day one. Yeah. Uh, and they're in season six, so. But I think that was the beginning. Yeah. Of the move. So their tax breaks are really, so. So, uh, I always like when we do these so far, we've been able to talk about how they fit into the greater MCU. You can't fit this one And you in. can't with this one. No. Because, I don't like it. Like, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm looking at the it's, map again because I'm very visual. Yes. I'm looking and I'm like, yeah, I didn't really have anything to do with that. Yeah, I didn't really have anything to do didn't with that. didn't have anything to do with anything. Yeah. Nothing. This movie does not relate to anything else anywhere ever. Mm-mm. It is the MCU stepchild. And this could have I've been, seen it referenced as the MCU stepchild. Yeah, and this could have been a great because we we have to remember this is before Captain America. So this could have been a great way to get people and not in some bullshit Easter egg that you can barely even spot. That gets deleted. Yeah. But like a really cool way to go, oh yeah, super soldier, like Captain America. Especially for the but people that it, don't know anything about the about Marvel. Yeah, but seeing as how they weren't really related in the canon anyway, they probably hadn't made yeah. that. They had not made that choice. Yeah, the time this movie was written and filmed, maybe yeah. they hadn't made that point. Yeah, because there was there was a two or hadn't year, just landed on it. There was a two year lull between this movie and when Iron Man two came out. Really? Okay. They I don't think they had planned as far out as. I think probably after Iron Man and Hulk, because they came out like within like a month and a half of each other. Mm-hmm. I think after those two, they were like, we need a plan. Yeah, we need to figure out what we're what the hell we're doing here. Because they had teased the Avengers with Iron Man. They had teased it again with Hulk. Now it was like, let's lay this all out. We need, Yeah, we need a map. Yeah. Well, I, the... the reception for Hulk was really good. Mm-hmm. Especially after the, 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 the movie that shall not be named... Uh, was so bad. Well, and I remember thinking, that was pretty good. But the problem is I hadn't had, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten other movies after it. To it not to be connected to, yeah, because yeah. because at the time, we saw Iron Man. You, mm-hmm. We thought of Iron Man as a standalone movie. And then you would see The Incredible Hulk and think of it as a standalone movie. It wasn't until Iron Man 2 that we began to see everything was supposed to be connected well i remember seeing uh, i remember seeing the, the or scene, as a series yeah i remember seeing the scene with tony at the end of hulk and going holy shit yeah what are they doing this is not they just an Avengers. i was like this is not just an avengers tease what the, i remember being more impressed with that than anything true but in because subs- everything else but in no subsequent sense. rewatches i'm just like and the, the more movies we get in the MCU, yeah. the more I'm just like, this did not work. No, it did not. And uh, I think that's maybe why they're being a little bit smarter. Because, like, if you look at stuff like Guardians and, like, Ant-Man. Do we have those to were look gambles. at Ant-Man? Those were gambles. Well, apparently Ant-Man had to be filmed for... Yeah. Hank. Something down the road. They just needed to introduce Hank Pym. They needed... Yeah, they needed but, Pym for some reason. I feel those could have been easily jettisoned if they sucked. Like if if the if the reviews were not great, they were embraced. So now we're going to get more of them. But I maybe they approached. Well, I think like us, a lot of people went to see Ant Man because 
it was MCU. Yeah. It wasn't like it really, you know, was like, oh, man, Ant-Man's my favorite. Um, because, you know, we, we, we talked about it in the Ant-Man cast. Hank Pym is, you know, what I've heard of him from canon. I'm not a big fan. So, um, I, I don't know. I just... It, it it was hard to get through this movie. It really was. Um, I do feel like before we wrap up, because mm-hmm. uh, I think we're about done, uh, Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> yeah, there's really not much more to say than it sucked. Yeah, uh, Lou Ferrigno was in fact in this movie. He was. He was. He was. Security he was security guard. guard, and he also voiced the Hulk. Yeah, which is uh, which is the, what he did in the yes. show in the movie. Bill Bixby was in this the too. movie. The show. The very beginning when he's watching TV and he's flipping through, and there's an English language TV show. Okay. Bill Bixby is on the screen, and he was the one that played Banner in. Right, um, yeah, yeah, I knew who Bixby was. Yeah, okay, I guess yeah. I just was didn't. So look I thought up that was right kind of cool. Um, and Lou Ferrigno, I thought that was kind of cool because he's in it. He's in the MCU s- several times. Yeah, they use the actor. And a lot. Uh, but Ruffalo did his own Hulk voice. Yes, he did. But so. Ferrigno is I can't remember he, but he's in later yeah. MCU movies. Yeah. As like you know, security guards, background characters. He's usually a security guard. Yeah, he's well as big as he is. I know he's gigantic. Yeah. So yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool, but for the most part, wah wah. Nah. Yeah. And I just mm, no. Yeah. Just okay. no, no. Please don't. But I am excited now because we're done with this fucking cast, and now we can move on to Iron Man two, Yay! and Thor, and Cap, and the Avengers, and I'm excited. Yes. Uh, you know what else I'm excited about? What else are you excited about? <laughs> I'm excited about Unt too because I now have like nine jillion more bottles at my you house. You do. Uh, my order has shipped. Okay. I think it shipped Friday. I'm cooler than you. Yes, because you ordered yours earlier than mine. I know. Uh, we're talking about the Black Friday specials that they had. And uh, if you're wondering what it is, because this is a, one of our new sponsors, I think, for this particular cast. I don't think we've mentioned them before. I don't think we have either. No, they are. It's unofficial natural fandom fragrances. You can find links on our website and, and uh, in the show notes or on our front page. Uh, they are all natural fragrances. They're not perfumes. No. They're based with uh, essential, all natural essential oils. And they cover all kinds of different fandoms. They cover the big three, the Doctor Who, the Sherlock, and Supernatural. Yep. Uh, they don't have any Marvel characters yet. Yet. We're begging them. We are. I'm sure that it's going to come. They do the Disney princesses. There are they many do... people that I need to smell like. I know. They've got uh, They've got Star Wars. They've got more fandoms than I can even remember right now. Yeah. Um, they do have some DC characters. They do. They've got Wonder Woman and Joker and Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. And I have all of them now. They're all uh, based with specific uh, benefits in mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, Sam from Supernatural is to increase happiness. Yep. Or Moriarty from Sherlock helps with anxiety. Wonder Woman, uh, it was actually designed for fibromyalgia relief. They had a friend of theirs that they uh, designed that specifically Which I for them. put that on today for a Marvel cast. Well, you know, you got to get through it. Yeah. You've got to get through. Uh, I'm a, uh, Yesterday, I was using the Hermione Yule Ball, which oh. they still have some. They, limited edition. They still have some. Y'all, for real. Their limited editions are badass because I got Yule Ball last year, and I still have some left, and I love it. And then I adore the White Walker they just did. From Game of Thrones, yeah. It is in a special blue bottle with a white mm. label. It looks really cool, and it is spearmint. Peppermint and wintergreen, and because Mentor is, is coming, Mentor is coming, and it is awesome. It is, it's great. It's for mental boost. So I brought one to work. Yes, you did. Because I got uh, two. Of them. But guys, these things they they start at four dollars uh, for a two ounce bottle, and they're very reasonably priced, uh, and they're priced based on uh, the essential oils that go into them. Because as we all know, essential oils can get really expensive. Yeah. 
So, uh, but you can save money by getting them in a bundle. You mm-hmm. can get the Time Lord bundle, which has the 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th Doctors in them. It's just great for an example. It's Time Lord, like T H Y. I mean, because they're all they're based all time with time. Based. Yes, I think that's awesome. They're so smart about what they put together and who yeah. who has what. Yeah. It's great. I died laughing for like five minutes when you told me about the Time Lords. I was like, oh my God, that's the greatest thing ever. I know, you can't, you, can't do much, but you, you can't do better than that. So no. <laughs> uh, check them out, guys. Uh, you can use our code RANDOMTPODCAST, no S, uh, and you can get 10% off an order of $5 or more. Yeah. So check them out. And it works, like if they run specials, it works with almost all their specials. Yes, sometimes. Depends yeah. on the special. Yeah. So. Um, and... They're going to be closing their shop December 20th mm-hmm. and reopen January 1st. Okay. Because they have several different holidays that their family yeah. celebrates. Yeah. So. Um, and also, I would just like to remind folks that um, this is obviously an MCU feed. We are doing them all as evidenced by this uh, stinker of a movie. Yes. Um, so we're going, we're doing them in order. Um, except for, of course, the new ones. That's why you'll see Age of Ultron and you'll see we've already done Ant-Man when we really, this is only the second one in the, uh, you know, in the timeline for the MCU. So email us, you know, we're going to be doing these. So if you have something cool to tell us about the, the upcoming MCU movies, let us know. Um, I would love to, to hear people's thoughts on, you know, any of these movies coming up. So, so you can email us at randomtpodcast at gmail.com, and I, I would love to hear people's thoughts. Absolutely. You can find us on Twitter at randomtcasts, mm-hmm. and also on the Tumblrs at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. Yep. And a cool thing is, if you follow us on either of those sites, you'll know as soon as we release anything on any of our feeds. Yep, absolutely. And there are what, like, how many feeds do we have now? A thousand. I think we have like seven now. We have, I know, at least six. We have Gotham. Yes. We do, um, of, of course, this one, the MCU movies. Yes. Uh, we do random movies that are just not MCU. Yes. Um, we do Agent Carter now. Yes. We're getting we're uh, working on season one before season two airs. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, Sleepy Hollow. That's it. That's it. Okay, so we have six. six. Wow. We have six currently going. Yeah. So check us out. Check um, out. And if you're liking what you're hearing, we would love if you would leave us a review on whatever site you're listening to us on. Absolutely, because we are on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, we're on Pocket Cast, but you can also go to our website website at randomtpodcast.com and you can listen straight from the website. Yeah. So. Anything else? This sucked. Yeah, it did. Okay. But we're through but it th- now. And thanks for listening. Thank you for listening, guys. All right.